welcome to Over It and On With It. I'm your host, Christine Hassler, and for over a decade, I've been a life coach, speaker, and author. Each week, you'll hear me work directly with a caller as I coach them through a goal they want to accomplish or an obstacle they may be facing. I'll provide a blend of practical and spiritual advice as well as tangible actions you can apply to your own life. Now, let's get on with the episode. Hello, everybody. Coming to you from Austin right now. I actually spend quite a bit of time in Austin. I grew up in Dallas, but my family moved to Austin. So I'm here about every six to eight weeks. I come for at least a week because my parents are here and my sister and her husband and my two nephews, two little boys, five and one are here. And I just, I love, well, first of all, I just love being back in Texas. I'm still a Texan at heart. And being around my nephews is just so refreshing. I just love how children live in the world of possibility and curiosity. They just ignite so much love and so much joy. And they remind me how important it is to believe in magic and wonder and dreams and all of those things. Because as we get older, we start to get a little jaded. You know, Curiosity starts to be replaced with control and imagination starts to be replaced with worry and dreams start to be replaced with realistic to-do lists. But that childlike curiosity and wonderment and belief in possibility is so important. So my intention for this call today is to reignite your belief in what's possible, to really think about a big dream or a goal and maybe stop being so realistic and instead be hopeful, imaginative, and trust the magic of the universe. I found this call with Maya so refreshing because she reveals a big dream that many may call unrealistic, but she's totally committed to going after it. And I hope it inspires you because a lot of times we don't pursue our dreams. It can be something huge like a a job change or it can be something, just an experience you want to have like skydiving. But we don't go after things because we don't want to be disappointed or we're too scared or what will people think or yada, yada, yada. There's so many excuses. But if we don't try, then we'll never know. So how do we pursue these, oh my gosh, this would be amazing if it happened kind of dreams? If we're so afraid of getting disappointed that we don't want to go after it, how can we still do it and maybe not get disappointed? Well, we use what I call the secret sauce of avoiding expectation hangovers. And what that is, is we pursue our dream or goals with high involvement and intention, but low attachment. And what that means is we're involved. We take steps. We believe it's going to happen. We have a strong intention. We're committed, but we're not attached to it in the sense that if it doesn't happen or it doesn't happen the way we thought it would, our emotional stability doesn't depend on it. You know, we're not destroyed. Sure, we may be bummed, but we don't make it mean that we should never pursue our dreams again. And as we pursue, we have to be okay with uncertainty. You know, trust, even if we don't know what direction we're going, we're always in the flow and we're always exactly where we need to be, whether we're aware of it or not. And the more we want certainty, the more we use brute force to try to make things happen and the less we're in the flow. So as you're listening to this call, consider Are you longing to go down a more non-traditional path with no signposts or guideposts? And how do you create that process? Are you wondering, all right, there's some goal I want, but I'm not sure of the steps. Like, 
what's even the first step I take? And is there someone you'd like to meet or an experience you'd love to have, but you're not sure how to make it happen? Are you afraid to be let down? So you downgrade your dreams from really exciting to realistic. So keep those questions in mind as you listen to my session with Maya. Hello, Maya. Welcome to the show. What's your question? Hi. Um, I guess my question is uh, more high, high level, Christine. It's more about if you're creating, um, if you know, past the I have a vision for my life and all these other things. But if you're going down a path that is not traditional, is not charted, and you're trying to find your way through the forest or the tall grass, um, there are no signposts, guideposts, etc. How how do you how do you I guess create that process for yourself in your head um, to kind of go down that path? And part of it, when I was thinking of it, there's always the um, brute force method. If you go through the forest, you're chopping down trees by hand, and you're trying to get through the path, and you're creating your own path. Or there's you enlist others to help you, so you create your tribe, etc. Or there's a way of just kind of co-creating and just have it happen. So it's easy, mm-hmm. you're in the flow, the path has become evident for you, it's lit for you, etc. Mm-hmm. So your question is, which one is best or which one you should you use? What's, what's your question? My question is, um, I think I've been living more in the brute force method, slowly mm-hmm. trying to get into the tribe method. But I actually want to just get to the, you're in the flow, it's lit for you, you know where to go, you have everything aligned, so you're, the path becomes apparent for you. Mm. Well, so a couple things on that. We're always, we're always in the flow, we're always exactly where we need to be, it's just are we aware of it or not. So okay. the more we attempt to control, plan, make things happen, long for certainty, the more it's almost like we're we're chopping down the bushes, right? And and trying right. to make things happen and being like, this is the way I'm going to go and I'm just going to cut down anything in my way that's there. And what I talk about a lot is when we're pursuing goals, we want to do it with high intention and involvement, but low attachment. Meaning, you know, we, we set out on a journey, we think we're headed one way, we give it our all, but we're also open to being guided in a different way. And to me, this really comes down to our own connection with our own inner knowing and also our relationship to uncertainty. Because part of any path is not having a path sometimes. Like sometimes we just don't know what's next. And a lot of times in the path, we have to stop and we have to reflect before the next step comes along. So it may, it may serve you if you give me a little more specific example, because then I can coach you towards something a little more clearly. Okay. So I had um, kind of an out there example. Um, But let's say I wanted to manifest having dinner with the Pope. Um, And so how would I make that become a reality? And I guess that's a destination, but how do you put the pieces, like how do you get what you were just saying? Well, why do you want to have dinner with the Pope? Because I want to learn from him. I think he's wise. He's a great leader. Um, I want to learn from him, communicate, interact with him. Okay. And does it have to be dinner for you to be able to learn from him? 
Um, no, but I want to be in his presence. I don't want it to be, um, and maybe now when I'm saying this, maybe it's like the attachment to that particular mm-hmm. dream. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so when you look at the Pope, what do you see? Like what qualities do you see in him? I see a visionary. Mm-hmm. I see someone who's, um, you know, trying to change something, um, like with a big challenge. He has a big challenge. He's trying to um, bring forward changes to reflect, I guess, where we are in the world today. He seems to be um, really open to listening to others that may not be like him or be different like him. He's like, seems like he's looking for the best thoughts and ideas in the world and using that to better, I guess, his realm and his space. Mm. Very well said. So how much do you do that in your life? I think I do that all the time. Awesome. Awesome. So you would say that when you look at the Pope and you look at the qualities that you admire in him and are are aspirational, those are things that you do in your own life. So you're already starting to live into that vibration. Would that be accurate? Yes. Okay. So that's like the the bottom line to manifesting anything is we have to be in the vibration. We have to be in vibrational alignment with whatever we want to manifest. So it's awesome that you're already doing that. And I imagine that you're involved in causes and putting yourself in situations with thought leaders and game changers and people that are really making impact in the world. Yes. Yes. Awesome. Okay. So if you think about end destination being, I want to have dinner with the Pope and where you are right now, if you just close your eyes and, and ask your inner knowing, what's your next step, not your next 20 steps, but what's your next step that could lead you in that direction? Hmm. The thing that came immediately to me was just, um, connecting with people, like you said, who are doing similar things in my own community. Mm-hmm. Um, when you talked about, um, you know, making changes or et cetera, just connecting with those that are physically close to me here. Absolutely. Because that's something that if, if having dinner with the Pope is step 20, let's say, and you're at the beginning, a good step one or two is starting with people in your own community. It, it's a combination of, uh, listening to the, your intuition and, kind of thinking almost scientifically about the process of manifestation of like, okay, if, if this is where I'd like to go, what are the steps I need to take to get me there to the best of my ability? But we pursue those things with high involvement and low attachment. So your first step could be, all right, I'm going to go meet some thought leaders in my community. And then perhaps you get invited on a trip somewhere uh, to go do more impactful things and, and meet more people. Um, and then you might meet someone who takes you in a totally different direction where you meet another leader who's just as inspirational as the Pope and you end up going down that road and that's who you find yourself at dinner with. So these desires that we have inside, like your desire to have dinner with the Pope, it's like your mind is putting the picture of it needs to be dinner with the Pope, but the vibration, your, your kind of your longing, your psychic ability is telling you, I, you know, have this desire to be with thought leaders. I have the desire to be with game changers and more accurately, I have the desire to be a game changer and to make an impact and to serve a lot of people. So you can, we, we, sometimes we get a little too attached to form and manifestation versus essence. 
So right. it's the essence of what you, what it's like what having dinner with the Pope means to you and what you want to experience and how you think you would feel from that, that you really want more than you want the actual form of having dinner with the Pope. Right. Makes sense. Like, yeah. Yeah. So I would visualize. So if you were having, again, close your eyes, if you were at dinner with the Pope, how would you be feeling? Inspired. What else? Mm, I think also uh, I see it being mutual, that we're sharing with each other. So you feel connected? Yeah, connected. Mm -hmm. What else? I think also a sense of responsibility mm-hmm. um, in a sense that exactly what you said, like there was a purpose for the meeting. Um, so I don't want to say, you know, something needs to come out of it, but, you know, it, it um, manifests into something of good. So of meaningful. Meaningful, yes. Mm-hmm. And you really, you're doing great, Maya, and you really want to also presence the the feeling in your body so feeling love feeling connected feeling proud feeling confident feeling so grateful feeling humble um you know what whatever feeling spiritual i mean if i was in the presence of the pope i think i'd be deeply moved spiritually as well so again like you don't necessarily want to think so much outcome you want to think feeling and one of my favorite manifesting tools is if there's something I really want to experience, I'll make a voice memo of my own voice recording it in present tense. So let's say I was doing this with myself. I, I would say something like, um, I'm in the presence of someone who I feel so inspired by. I'm feeling connected and humble and grateful and so on and so forth. I'd say it a little slower and I'd listen to my own voice saying it every day and visualize it and feel it because again, manifesting is, is energy. And so the more we can sense it and feel it and get it in our mind, you know, the mind doesn't know the difference between a well-imagined thought and reality, the more magnetic we become to it. So that would be one tool I would offer you is, is do a voice memo of yourself speaking to what this experience would feel like, what it would look like, what you'd be wearing, all those things and listen to it every day. It could be a minute or two minutes. It doesn't have to be long. Right. That's a fantastic idea. Yeah. Does this give you some clarity and answer your question? It does. It absolutely does. Okay, cool. Any other questions? No, that was really my question. Awesome. Um, well, when you meet the... Any places. Yeah, it applies to any, you know, any circumstance. And, and again, whether you meet the Pope or not is not... It, if you don't, it doesn't make you a bad manifester. Because again, what you're chasing is the feeling, is the essence more so than the actual form. And that, and this is for everyone listening too, our longings, these things that we fantasize about, it it is our, our inner knowing leading us somewhere. It's just that we get so attached to the form that we forget to ask ourselves, okay, what am I really longing for? And how can I start to experience that for myself right now? So Got thank it. you. Thank you for asking such a well thought out question. And when you meet the Pope, tell him I said hi. I will. Absolutely. <laughs> awesome. Thank you thank so you. much, Maya. 
All right. Thanks. So I will not be surprised at all if Maya meets the Pope. You could hear it in her voice that she's totally congruent with it. She actually believes it is possible. And that's what children have. They have that total 100% belief in possibility. And so, like I said in the beginning, let's let's not be grown-ups all the time. Let's go back to that childlike wonderment, believing that anything is possible and pursue it with high involvement and high intention, but low attachment. You know, so many times people tell me about their dreams, they tell me something they want, but I can hear the doubt and the fear and the uncertainty in their voice. You know, they say they want it, but it's almost like they don't believe it's possible. So they don't let themselves fully, fully want it or fully, fully believe it because they don't want to get their hopes down. But if you don't, if you don't go for it, you'll never have it. You'll never have it. And what's really cool is I got an update from Maya and she took the assignment. She made a recording of herself and elicited the feelings that she wanted to start feeling and get more in vibrational alignment with being connected. And some cool things happened. First of all, she said yes to go to a family member's wedding in another city that in the past she would have said no to because all the excuses of time and money and I don't want to go alone and blah, blah, blah came up. But she's like, no, I'm going to keep making choices that get me in vibrational alignment with connecting with people. And so she went to the wedding and kept doing her homework. And then a little while later, she was at another event and met Marion Williamson, which is pretty cool. So no Pope yet, but I would say Marion Williamson is definitely moving in the right direction. So awesome update from Maya. And you too can be this kind of manifester. It really is not about just making a vision board. It really is about getting in vibrational alignment with what you want. And if you missed episode number five where I coached Gail, I encourage you to go back and listen to that call because I give even more specific instruction on getting in vibrational alignment with what you want. And I want to emphasize that you're not a bad manifester if things don't work out. You know, you're not a bad manifester if you don't get what you want, okay? Really know the distinction between form and essence. We think we want the thing, the physical thing, the person, the job, whatever it is, but what we're really after is the feeling, the feeling. So in Maya's case, just her being in that feeling of feeling connected and feeling grateful, it already started to have things come forward for her. And even though she hasn't met the Pope yet, she feels a lot better and she's already been a successful manifester. All about vibrational alignment. So get in feeling alignment with that which you want to draw in. And if you want some hints with this, for example, if there's someone you want to meet, do some positive projection work. You know, if if the Pope is someone you want to meet, write out something that says, when I look at you, Pope, I see, I feel, and you create. And then start being that. Start being that which you want to meet. Because anyone we want to be around, we have to be like them in order to create the conditions for them to come into our world. And I want to go back and uh, break down one part of the call where she was talking about, you know, do I use brute force to make things happen or do I just go with the flow? Well, I think that there is an in-between. So whenever I'm thinking about any kind of next steps, it's a two-part process. First, I, I close my eyes and I meditate and I ask my inner knowing. I ask my inner knowing and my intuition, what's the next step? And you'll notice, as it did with Maya when I asked her that question, the next step will come. And then your more kind of logical and action-focused mind can come forward and say, all right, so practically, how are we going to take that next step? 
So it's always a combination, you know, manifestation is a combination of clear intention and listening to our intuition and getting in vibrational alignment with that, which what we want. And then finally taking the steps, you know, we can't just expect our dreams to knock on our door. And an assignment that I gave Maya that I'd love to give you as well is to make a audio voice recording just on your iPhone is fine or whatever kind of phone you have, but I'm sure all smartphones have a voice memo capability and make a recording. It can be a minute. It can be 30 seconds. But if you describing the feeling you want to be in, like for example, if you want to be a speaker, I am walking onto stage. I am feeling so confident and connected. I'm loving connecting and serving everyone in the audience. The words are flowing eloquently. People are laughing at my jokes. I feel so alive and so creative. You get my point. And then you listen to that because our mind is very programmable by our own voice. So that's an awesome homework assignment to, to implement. So I want to end with another story. And this is a story about Jill. And those of you who have been in my community for a while know of Jill. She's worked with me for six years and is amazing and is the yang to my yin and coordinates all our retreats and enrollment and all of that. And if you don't know Jill, I'll describe her. She is she is a firecracker. She has an incredible personality. She knows how to make people feel comfortable right away. She loves life. She loves learning. She has tons of energy and she freaking loves Taylor Swift, loves Taylor Swift. And twice in her life, she has manifested concert tickets to Taylor Swift. Once was when she actually did my signature retreat years ago. She connected with another person there who happened to win Taylor Swift tickets on a radio show. And so they flew to Oregon to see her. And on the plane, Jill noticed this girl sitting next to her had this kind of day planner and it was all color coded. And Jill said, because Jill likes talking to people, oh, wow, that's a really colorful day planner. What kind of company do you work for? It looks so fun. And the woman said, I work for Taylor Swift. And Jill's like, shut up, Taylor Swift. Oh my gosh. Turns out the woman was her makeup artist and she got Jill and her friends pit passes to the concert that night. And then most recently when Taylor Swift was in LA, Jill wanted to manifest tickets again. And so she put it out there, high involvement, high intention. She put stuff out on Facebook. She was asking everyone she knew. Didn't happen, didn't happen. And she was fine with it. She's like, well, I tried. And then about an hour before the show started, a friend of a friend called her who she had met once and said, hey, I've got one extra ticket. I'm not going to use it. You'll make it to the concert. You'll be a bit, little bit late, but Taylor doesn't go on until nine and you'll totally see her. So Jill rushes, gets ready, rushes, Ubers downtown, goes to the concert alone and is like, it was a box seat to jamming out to Taylor Swift like an hour later. And this is so because one, she's so much in vibrational alignment with Taylor Swift. I mean, she has such a big, so much joy and so much creativity and so much playfulness. And she also was congruent. She truly believed that she could manifest tickets. And again, wasn't emotionally attached. She wasn't totally bummed out and depressed and thought she was a bad manifester when it didn't happen, but she kept that belief inside of her. So your dreams are always possible. You may not know the how, what, or when. You don't need to. Just keep the dream alive inside of you and never, ever let anyone, including yourself, taint it with discouragement. Thank you for listening to Over It Non With It. I love hearing from you, so please post your comments or questions at christinehasler.com slash podcast. That's also the place you can sign up to receive coaching from me in an upcoming episode. 
And if you love this show, please share it and subscribe on iTunes. You can find all my social media handles and sign up to be part of my community at christinehasler.com. Until next week, here's to getting over it and on with it. Much love and many blessings. 